Hey y'all, it's your girl Charity B and welcome to the I'm Enough Mastering Self-Love Podcast. This podcast was designed for both men and women who are in the process or wanting to start their self-love journey. Here we will discuss many topics related to self-love that promotes healthy habits that will help support your mental and emotional health, boost self-confidence, and self-worth. So get ready, this is something you don't want to miss. If you like what you hear in this episode, feel free to DM me and leave comments on my Instagram page at im.enoughmsl. Hey y'all, welcome back to the I'm Enough Mastering Self Love Podcast. It's your girl, Charity B. As usual, I hope you guys are doing great out there. I'm feeling pretty good myself. I had a great weekend. Um, For y'all who didn't know, my birthday did just pass. It was on January 28th. Cue applause. Go carry Um, For those who... um birthday has passed or is coming up happy early birthday and happy belated birthday to you i hope you did enjoy or are going to enjoy your birthday on your special day um for me one of my friends came down from dallas and like the rest of my friends live in houston so um she came down and it kind of was fun because it was reminding me of the old days i'm not that old i'm only 25 yes the two big five so watch yourself but um it was fun because like back in college we like we used to go to each other house and get ready ready to go out you know how it used to be back then so well when you were in college let's stop saying back then because it makes me feel old and i'm not that old so but during those days we used to go to each other house and get dressed so it was kind of nice because like she they she would come because um she stayed at one of my other friends house and they would come over and we got dressed together and we would go out together so for this birthday, I decided to go to a Brazilian buffet. I don't know the name of it. It's like, I would hate to pronounce it and mess it up. I don't know, Vanita or something like that. It's in Stafford. For those who live in Houston, know what I'm talking about. Um, but it is on the pricey side, but it's really, I think it's worth it because you get unlimited meats and unlimited sides. So they walk around and they cut up like lamb, chicken, uh, there's beef, there's scallops, all kind of seafood, pork, all of that. So, um, and for those who don't, well, if you don't know, I love lamb. So I was tearing up the lamb because I can't eat beef for health reasons. So like, I love lamb. I was eating that lamb. So it was worth it to me. But, um, yeah, I had a good time. I think for me, it was just really nice to have all my friends and family together. Um, so yeah, that was really nice for me. I had, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, with that being said, um, don't forget, as usual, like I always say, don't forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe, and turn on your post notifications, as well as share the podcast with your loved ones, your grandpappy, your grandma, your uncle, your auntie, your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, etc. because we all need a little bit of self-love. And what's a better way to do that than to tell them about this great podcast that is aim towards helping people with self-love or their self-love journey. So don't be, forget to do that as well as follow my Instagram page at im.enoughmsl um, to keep up with different posts throughout the week and see what the next episode is going to be when that will be released. That information, information is also available there. Okay. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into this episode. This is episode number 12 and it will be called Being Your Own authentic self let's align with oneself hope you like that title cue applause um (laughs) well you're probably thinking like what does it mean to be your authentic self 
When I say be your authentic self, it's accepting you for you, your personality, your physical features, um, that part that people find weird, but it's you, you being you, that part, um, not the part that think doesn't care about what anybody else thinks, the part of you that's deep down inside that nobody really knows except the people who really are close to you. And when your words, your actions, and behaviors are consistent with your true identity and you're walking your own walk in your own path, that's what I know. That's what I believe being your authentic self is. Now, you're probably like, why is this essential or why do I need to be my authentic self? Well, for one, it helps build meaningful relationships with yourself as well with others. You can't be in a relationship or friendship with someone and just being someone that you think that that person is going to accept. Cause in the end you really are not going to be happy. You're not going to experience, experience true happiness because you're living for somebody else. You're not being yourself. You being this fake person just so that someone else can like you. And that's not how you're supposed to live your life because at the end of the day, it is your life. You, if you pretend to be somebody else, you just lying to yourself and you lie to the other person that you supposedly care about. And then you lose that meaningful relationship. So it's best to go into things, you know, showing who you truly are and let that person embrace that. Because if that person can't embrace who you truly are, how you truly act, then that person really doesn't love you or care about you and doesn't need to be around you. Okay. And then it also clarifies um, on your destined path on the life you want to live. When it's clear of the things that matter to you, it's better you better understand how to make the appropriate decisions that aligns with your core values and um, beliefs. So if you are living in your truth and walking in your truth, you're going to have the life you want to live or the life that you see for yourself eventually. You'll be on that right path. And sometimes, like, when you're not aligned with your past, a lot of bad things happen around you. That's why a lot of things happen in your life that's not working out the way you need them to work out because you are not living in your truth and you're not walking the path that you need to need to walk. It's not the path that was designed for you. And I don't know about y'all, but Charity wants the path that's designed for her because I would hate to experience all these bad things because... I'm not living in my truth, you know? And it's like I'm lying to myself and I am, um, what's the word? I'm betraying who I really am. I'm betraying myself. And I would hate to, I feel like that creates self-hate instead of self-love when you're not walking in your truth. You begin to not like yourself because you're acting like somebody that's not you. When you do these do things that go against your true, your core values or beliefs, it decreases the chances of you ever experiencing experiencing true happiness and it might lead to you like i said it might lead to you feeling like you betrayed yourself make you feel guilty feel shame uh self-betrayal and you might isolate yourself it might cause depression because you are not living in your truth now we're going to talk about if you are not if you don't think you're going you're living or being your authentic self how can you go about doing there are some tips i could give you in order to start living being your authentic self and i think we're talking about this today because it actually pertains or goes into our goals i feel like this is a new year we're starting from fresh we starting from scratch and this is the opportunity if you are doing your self-love journey 
to meet the goal you want to be or have for yourself. If you want that self-confidence, if you want to walk in a room and everybody notice your self-confidence, we we start from the beginning. Like this is where we're starting from the beginning. And this plays a big role in being able to embrace yourself or show yourself some compassion, you know? So this is why I was like, okay, let's go ahead and talk about being your authentic self. Cause I know a lot of people struggle with that. And we're going to talk about the reasons why people struggle with that. And for one, I would say social influences, especially for our young, young, young adults, young men and young women, high school, middle school, you know, it's a lot of peer pressure. People expect you to act a certain way. And when you don't act a certain way, you get bullied. I'm here to tell you, don't let nobody try to knock you off your pedestal because you're different. Who wants to be normal anyway? I would hate if I was like the next girl or the next boy. I would hate if we were all similar. Because what's the purpose of me being here if we still have other charities out here that act the same way? You know? I, I would rather be unique and have my own distinctness from everybody else than to be the same. There's nothing wrong with being different. There's nothing wrong with liking different color clothes or dressing a certain way or having your hair a certain way. There's nothing wrong with that. And eventually people who bully you about, about them type of things, they eventually like, oh, okay, I kind of like her style. They start gravitating to you and start trying to be like you because they understand or they see that confidence about yourself that just because you talk about me, I'm still going to do me at the end of the day. So don't change yourself for nobody, especially as young adults. Don't let nobody peer pressure you to do something that you know for sure that is something that you don't want to do and will have you feeling bad about yourself in the end, okay? So that's that's something social influences. And another reason why it's hard to be your authentic self is because um, it's, hard to, it's hard to be somebody you don't know nothing about, okay? Or you don't know how to do it, you know? Or how to be just yourself. Like I said, it's a lot of things influence us, our environment, our, sometimes we just have to fight or not even just fight, but like, say for instance, you live in a bad neighborhood, you got to be this person just so that you can survive in the neighborhood or environment you are in. And if you don't know who you are at the end of the day, it's like, how can you love or embrace somebody you don't know nothing about? It don't make sense. I don't know nothing about you or myself. So how am I supposed to embrace myself the right way in order to align with the path that I'm supposed to be on? And then also people like to play it safe. You know, I'm scared that if I do this, this might go wrong. But sometimes, like I always say, you got to take that. You got to take that step. You got to go the extra mile to be like, I got to take this risk. Because if you don't, you're going to be in that continuous loop and nothing's going to change. I'd rather be try something new and like get burnt then to keep playing it safe and keep going to continue negative cycle with no good results, same results, and I'm still in the same path. I don't know. For me, I like self-growth, and I feel like if you don't have that self-growth, you're going to wither up and die. Like, that's just that because you don't have no type of growth. If you stunt your growth, you're going to be at the same level with the same results, same things. You're not going to get nothing out of it. And you're going to be sitting there stuck like, why will this not happen? Sometimes it's not good to play things safe. There's nothing wrong with taking that step just to see if it's going to work. At the end of the day, life is full of mistakes and lessons that we have to learn. But we have to take those risks in order to learn from our mistakes, in order to better ourselves and get to the next level, you know? And I would also say people often think that or why it's hard to be your authentic self because they feel like it's being selfish. 
let's just cut this stereotypical thing that being selfish is bad. First of all, it's not. At some point, you have to be selfish for yourself. You got to be selfish and want stuff so bad for yourself that you're willing to do what it takes to get to that next level. You got to be selfish sometimes. Ain't nothing wrong being selfish. Now, if it's something selfish and it hurts the feelings of someone you love or... Well, sometimes, listen, you got to hurt somebody's feelings in order to get what you got to do. I'm just going to be real. Because sometimes people take you for granted and how good of a heart you have. And they're so used to you doing the same old things that they think that they can take you for granted. If it's affecting you negatively and you brought this up to this person and they still doing the same thing because they think, oh, well, she's just saying that or he just saying that, they're going to continue to do the same thing. No. You need to hurt their feelings a little bit and change up your uh, style. If it hurts, if it hurts somebody's feelings that you want to better yourself, they don't need to be around you. Cause you should want the best for me, like I want the best for you. So me wanting best for myself shouldn't hurt your feelings because I'm changed switching up. You should be happy that I'm switching up. And if it do hurt their feelings, I feel like somebody who care about you is gonna be like, okay, well, I get it. Sometimes you got to be selfish. There's nothing wrong with being selfish. So, well, since you've heard all of this so far, are you someone who is comfortable with being their authentic self? Or do you even know who you are in order to embrace the person that is your authentic self? Those are questions you got to ask. And that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm here to give you the tips and, you know, a little, little, you know, some advice or something to help you so that you can be your authentic self and maintain that authenticity. You know, if you have not identified who your authentic self is, we're going to talk about how can you. So the first thing that I would say is checking your personal inventory. Who am I? Y'all know that's my favorite thing. Who am I? I feel like you can't do this self-love journey or you can't even start without knowing who you are. You need to sit back, take a uh, take a breath, sit back and see what you like discover yourself figure out things about yourself yeah like i said there's no way to see your actual progress in this self-love journey without knowing who you are nobody's going to embrace a stranger well some people do but as you embracing yourself as a stranger you're not going to want to do that or you're not going to know how to because you don't know nothing about yourself so this is a time where you need to figure yourself out what do you like what do you dislike what makes you angry what makes you sad what makes you tick what do you like to do? What do you like doing your spare time? What's, what do you want in life? That's a big one. Like knowing what you want in life. Who are you? What makes you you? What makes you different and unique from the next person? Those are the things you got to sit back and do. You need to check your inventory. See what what's, what's up. What is what? And as time, and I'm not going to say this is a one-time thing you got to do because as you get older, like I always say, you always, it's a, I want to say you're a new person, but so sort of like you're a new person you just mature more you become your mental your knowledge the things you know back last year you you know that plus more you learn new things every day so you have you you obtain new behaviors whether they're good behaviors or bad behaviors you know you got a different walk about you you got a different talk you know so and your energy is different so you have to tweak some things you're gonna have to discover yourself more as you get older, figuring out who you are, you know? So I'm not going to say this is the one and done thing. You know, you always have to check your inventory every time, every once in a while. So checking your self inventory is like the first thing I would do. That would be the first step. The second first, the second step is to define and embrace your strengths. Okay. 
the things that come easy easy to us will be considered our strengths. Deliver the best. They deliver the best results. We can do them without having steps. And we just easily do them. They come easy to us. Be attentive to the things that we're also good at, but we don't really enjoy. Try to substitute those for the things that we actually do enjoy and are good at. That way you are able to experience true happiness. Now, I'm not saying forget about those things that you're good at and, you know, don't really like because they may come handy. But when you do explore your in your strengths and embrace them, that can help you like yourself a little bit more than doing stuff that you really don't like. And you, like I said, your environment and things around us, our influences around us can definitely play a big part and how we treat ourselves or how we deal with things around us and uh, definitely plays a role in our aligned path. It's nothing like doing something you're not good, you're good at, but don't like, and you're going down the wrong path because that's not meant for you. The next thing I will say is explore your values. What do you find important in life? What do you, what would make you essentially happy overall? What values do you have that help with the decisions that you make, you know? Um, whether it's spiritual or beliefs about life, you know. I think that when I was in college, I recognized quite often that young adults struggle with, like, their religion, you know. Especially, like, you grow up Christian, you blow up whatever religion you are, you, they kind of struggle with it. They know they believe in God, but they don't really know why. And what I can't say my mama never did, like, I guess she would always make it not really known, but she would make it, make sure that I knew what I was talking about or what I was reading. Make sure I really understood it. Not just telling me, oh, this is right just because I said it right. And if I had a question about nothing, something in the Bible, you know, um, I'll ask that question. But she never like, oh, just do it because it's right. Da, 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 da. Because I feel like that only would mess up, not really mess up, but it would have the, the that person thinking is this really true? Because I really don't know. And now you're questioning your self-identity. But I don't think it's totally a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because it helps you um it helps you determine what do you really believe or what do you hold what do you hold close to your heart that helps you walk in your aligned path and walk in your truth. Cause there's nothing like being raised and um believing something because your parents said that it was right, you know. As you get older, you're going to come up with your own beliefs, your own values. And there's nothing wrong with changing those values as long as it's, it's your truth, you know. And our values help guide us with decisions and make that we make and how we act. So, And it, and it also leads to a meaningful life because we, we're following things that, we, like I said, we hold close to our heart that we discover. And we discover these things through experiences. You know, we have to experience things for ourselves. And that's why I think that a lot of young people change the way they think once they get to college. And it's not like they're trying to be rebellious. They're just trying to figure things out. As everybody knows, once you leave the nest, when you turn 18 or you go to college or stuff, that's the time when you're trying to figure out, well, who am I, like, for real? And I'm going to say this. I feel like as a young adult, like, yo, 18, 20s, you shouldn't be dating. I'm going to be real because I feel like it kind of like you don't really know what you want out of, a relationship those I wouldn't say you truth some most people don't know what they want you know 
it's like you're trying to figure yourself out and figure out who you are what do you care about those you don't need to be conflicted or always smothered around somebody and i'm not saying that the person you wish probably not good for you i'm just saying that you need that time to get to know yourself figure yourself out what you like like me in college i don't know like i wasn't really attracted i was attracted to men but I wasn't attracted enough to want to, like, date anybody. I didn't start dating till I was, like, had an actual boyfriend. Like, I would consider, like, school, like, you know, high school. That don't count for me. But my real, only had two real relationships in my life. And I started dating when I was, like, 20. I had just, like, 19, like, the next weekend I was turning 20. So, like, I had just started dating. But... I would say, I feel like I had a, I always had a good head on my shoulders. I feel like my 18, I was like dealing with somebody, but it wasn't like serious in my opinion. Um, but I always was like, if I talked to a man or like somebody in college, I was never had intentions to doing anything with this man, going to hang out with this dude or do anything because I don't know me. I, for me, I like intellectual like like conversation so you gotta be talking about something your conversation gotta have some substance to keep me like you know not bored and like that constantly what you're doing what you're doing like eh, you're not really interesting or you want to play games you know back then like in 20 2016 2017 it was all about the like the uh what's it called the apple games or whatever so sending eight ball and stuff like that like eh, we're not gonna be together let's be real but i did set boundaries start setting my boundaries for myself after when i was 19 because I had just got through dealing with someone I was dealing with for a long time. And I was like, you know what? I know I'm better than this. I'm better than this. And I want more for myself than what the person was giving me. So I set those boundaries for myself when I was young. But I kind of had already figured out what I wanted for myself. And it's a video floating around of me. And I was like, maybe 18, 19. I was like, you know, I might even drop a little snippet of it. But it was just like, um, you know. I was just like, nobody got to be in love with charity and nobody got to do that. Charity always going to be in love with charity. And I stood on that for a long time. And I'm still like that, obviously, because I have a whole self-love podcast. But I was like that. I was like, nah, nobody got to be in love with me or have to even worry about dealing with me or anything like that. Because charity always going to be in love with charity. And I stand on that to this day. But that goes to say like what i was saying like that's the time where you need to figure yourself out if you haven't created those boundaries for yourself 18 19 having that relationship or being in a relationship so like long or back to back half your 20s kind of doesn't really help you figure out yourself because after you get through the relationships later on in your mid-20s you like dang i should have used that time to figure myself out have some fun and not do all of that and then you stuck when you outside, especially if you've been somebody who just always been in relationships back to back to back. You have no time to breathe. You have no time to figure out yourself. You have no time to heal. You have no time to unboggle your thoughts. You still kind of figure things out and you kind of left mid 25 when you should already be knowing who you are and who, how you should be walking in your steps or being walking, your, walking in your truth. And you kind of like, dang, I'm just trying to figure myself out. And it's not to bash you, but it's like, I, if you're a young adult now, take that, take those, those, that advice from somebody who's a little older, who's telling you that, because it, it's true. Like you should have, you should use that time to get to know yourself. Now, if you did not take that time and you kind of just now realize it, 
that's okay too. That's fine. We just know what we need to do now to get ourselves right so that we can be walking in our aligned uh, path and doing the things that make us truly happy inside and figuring out what boundaries work for us so that we can no longer be manipulated or misused or abused by people or things that don't really care about us. You know, you see what I'm saying? So I had started talking about this one topic, but it's okay. So yeah, that I definitely agree with trying to, um, embrace, um, or explore your values early on is very essential to your adulthood. Okay. The next thing I would say is practice mindfulness, whether it's journaling, like freehand, you know, sometimes you get bottled with all these emotions. You don't know how to express it or you don't have nobody to express it to get you a journal. I have one. I don't do it every day. I'm going to be real with y'all and I don't do it every week. But I have those moments where, like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't need nobody to know my business. I'm going to write it down. And it's not like, get out of my business, girl. But it's just like some things, like I say, it's just for you. And you sometimes you just need to express it and you need to get it out. So practice mindfulness with journaling. Like, I think it's very helpful. I also got back to meditate. And I told y'all, because I posted on my uh, Instagram story as well. I was like, meditate, y'all. Meditate because it really does help. Especially when, like, we have, we, as an adult, you deal with so many stressors, whether stresses from your job, your, your home life or relationships. And sometimes you just need to find an outlet and practicing meditation helps my breathing as well. Cause like I have anxiety, I have social anxiety and it also comes from my condition. Cause I told you I have PCOS. So like I get, I get some type of anxiety. I get fidgety. But it's not like super OD. It's just a little anxiety. But it's enough to like throw me off. So like I, um, the meditation helps. Practicing slow breaths and breathing and taking the time to take breathe all the way in and just, you know, relax. It helps that tension in my neck that I get from that job. It helps me relax. So meditation, that's another way. Decompress, decompress after work. I have to decompress after work. I get off late, but I have to take a step and be like, whew, child, I need to breathe. Like, decompress. Have some self-reflection time as well. Helping That helps to get to know yourself more. I'm not going to say you're going to get to know yourself in all one seat. And trust me, it's not going to happen. That's going to take a lot of time, especially if you never had the time to even do a self-evaluation over yourself or check your inventory. It's kind of a lot, especially if you like, grown now and you're trying to like get to know yourself it's a lot of things you haven't you know dealt with so you have to take that time a little bit at a time day by day you have to take it at slow literally slow it's, it's all about the progress it's not how fast you end what they say it's not it's not how fast you complete the race or something like that as long as you finish or if they didn't say that that's what i'm saying it's not as fa- how fa- how fast you get to the finish line it's as long as you finish finish at your own pace Okay, don't let nobody rush you. But yeah, do self-reflection time. Helps you get to know yourself and it boosts your self-esteem. When you get to know yourself more, it does boost your self-confidence because now you know how to walk and how to carry yourself and how to deal with yourself. Because sometimes we can get irritated with ourselves because we don't know how to like cope with ourselves when we, we feel these negative emotions. We be like, why do I feel like this? Or how do I stop feeling like this? Well, this self-reflection time is just... For you to reflect over everything, okay? And when you practice mindfulness, it has all these different benefits. For example, self-control, um, enhancing flexibility, improved concentration and mental clarity. Girl, 
I when I finish meditating, I do feel that clarity. I get that clarity. I understand it. I I feel it. I can feel the tension being released from my soul. That's how much meditation definitely helps me. Um, it improves your emotional intelligence, and that's a big one. I don't know for y'all out there, but like me, I have when I'm down or like it's a lot going on mentally for me and emotionally, and I feel overwhelmed. Like when I take, I have those spats where I like disconnect and I tell y'all I take my mental breaks before that though. Like I have to take my mental break because if I don't do that, when it comes to like my emotional intelligence, I really snap on people and it don't even be their fault, but I just be like, I don't have patience for this. I don't have time. Like just leave me alone. Like leave me alone. Stop asking me questions. And I end up snapping because I used to be like that for real. And I'm surprised that my friends are still around because I used to snap like that. Like I'd have been like, girl, if you don't get out of my face. But they were very, we had our spats. They they stuck around for a long time, and they're still here. But, yeah, it does help with your emo- emotional intelligence. You're able to breathe. When you're able to breathe and release that tension and everything, you're able to be there for people or still be able to communicate effectively and understand other people's emotions as well. And I think as I get older, because I've told y'all I've never been like that, like emotional or like had e- emotional intelligence. I guess you say high emotional intelligence. Like I can tell the basics, but sometimes I just don't be caring. But I think as I get older now, like I'm embracing it. And it's a lot of things happening in my life that's helping me embrace being emotional or have that emotional intelligence. And the last benefit I will say is you are able to treat yourself with kindness. Like I said, you, when you get when you don't understand why you're acting like that, you start having that self-hate. But it also, with practicing mindfulness, you are able to show yourself some compassion and kindness and understand what you're going through. So you can sit down and just decompress and clear all those cluttered files. Because every time I think of like a scattered brain, I think of that SpongeBob episode, y'all. When SpongeBob, I forgot exactly what was happening, but all I remember is he had them file cabinets and he was going through them things. Oh, when he lost his self, his self-identity because he turned into normal SpongeBob. And you see how that worked out? He was like so discombobulated. He was so confused. And you never wanted to be like that. So that that's a perfect example of SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but that was a crazy episode. Some basic mindfulness practicing that you can do. I said meditation, practice breathing, um, try to work on your concentration. Cause sometimes when your mind is all over the place, it's hard to concentrate. You don't have that sense of constant, you know, being able to concentrate or focus and you start procrastinating or you just say, forget whatever I was working on. Um, you need to be aware of your body, you know, how, Everybody says this about me. I quite know a lot about my body. Like everything. I Like I told you, I have this condition. If you don't know what PCOS is, it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. And I would look it up because I don't like explain all of it. But it's a lot. You have to be very much aware of your body and your hormones and all of that in order to feel okay. And if the thing, if it's a tad thing, it's off. Whether it's your eating habits or you're not getting enough exercise, I will know. I will know for sure. My body will definitely tell me. And that's a way of me being able to be aware of how my body is. So I make sure I eat mostly good. I be trying, y'all. Like, you know, that's a hard thing to do. But being mindful of your body and how it feels and what makes it feel bad. I try to stay away from those things. Like I said, be 
I have a health thing with that. It gives me migraines, so I stay away from that. Certain things, you know, be mindful of what makes your body feel off. Even rather if you don't have, you know, you pre- pretty much healthy, but you continue to work yourself back to back to back without taking a break. That can put some wear and tear on your, bro- your body. You get bags under your eyes, and you start not looking like you yourself. You start looking lifeless. I've seen it before. And no. So it's be aware of your body. Uh, awareness of your body and what your body go through and what is not normal on your body. That's a way of practicing mindfulness. Um, releasing tension. Go get a massage, baby. Because I want to go get a massage and have them break down every muscle. Like, I wish they could take all my muscles out and just roll them out with, like, that, that bread roller. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I just be wanting to do that because that tension be eating me up a lot. But, like, I would like that. But go get a massage. Go get your feet massage. Treat yourself. I always say that. Treat yourself. And even walking meditation, you know, if you got to walk just to clear your mind, that helps with complete silence, no music, no nothing. Just walk. That helps too. Just get get a break for yourself, okay? Another way that can help with being your authentic self is facing your fears. Like I said at the beginning, people tend to not take those risks because they're scared of the outcome. Girl, oh boy, it's whatever happens gonna happen. But like I said, when you get tired of being tired of the same things, you're gonna take that step. And sometimes we get okay. If you're okay with being in the same spot, that's on you. I guess you just don't. Some people just don't want to. They're okay with, or they're content with being in the same spot rather than achieving self growth. Are trying to want better for themselves it's like well this is what it is and that's not the case you have the opportunity you have the means whatever you need is already inside of you so all you have to do is be able to be brave to use what god has already put inside of you and put it in front of you so that you can take those risks you already equipped with everything you need so stop being scared of wanting to take that risk or that step stop standing in your own way like it's really you. Sometimes it's really you. It don't be other people standing their own way. It really just be you being scared or not wanting to you take those risks and obtain true happiness. I don't know. Maybe me, I'm a risk taker when it comes to myself. Like, I'm going to have to take that risk. Sometimes I'll be like, eh, but I'm going to take that risk. Because I'd rather take that risk than continue to be unhappy, you know? And you never know what you can discover about yourself. You might figure out you have a new strength about yourself that you didn't know that you might enjoy. Or you might find out you like something you thought you never would like before. And finding out these new things definitely do make you happy. And it do boost your happiness and with yourself and your self-confidence, self, uh, self-worth, all of that. You Things we do and how we live our life definitely does contribute to our self-love and self-growth. If we not, if you know where you at not making you happy, why even still sit there what you need to sit down and be like like i said check your first check your inventory sit down and see what makes you happy what will make you happy if you're not happy now and if you are happy now what will continue to make you happy we got to do these things if we want better for ourselves you know and don't just learn how to be your authentic self try to maintain it by continuing to do the same things that make you happy and If you don't know if these things really make you happy, stop doing something for a minute and see if that will make you unhappy. Or do you get happier? So, like I said, it's like, it's really like a tweak 
thing you got to find what works for you and when it does continue to do it so that you can stay on your designated aligned path so that you can live the life you want and be the person or woman or man that you want to be okay so that would be the the tips that i would give you to be if you have if you don't know how to be your authentic self or how to discover how to be your authentic self those are the ways that i would say now like i just said don't just be your authentic self or figure out how to do that maintain it like i said figure out the things that make you happy and keep doing it if things you're doing not making you so happy stop doing some things and see what will make you happy so you need to stop standing in your way for one stop standing in your own way stand on your word there's nothing like saying you'll do one thing and don't do it you're not being your authentic self be trustworthy down to earth and real those are the three things that you need to be to be your authentic self be real to yourself down to earth with yourself and be trustworthy to the people that you love follow through with commitments don't be saying that you're gonna do something and you don't do it that's really important because then you're not being your authentic self now if your authentic self is you know just that toxic and don't stand on the word i mean that's that but for the people who who know that and they come to the table with something that they got they real and they know they come to a table with a lot of things loyalty and all that and they know they're a good person inside this is this is what i'm talking about um the second thing to how to keep maintaining it is stop taking everything personal this is the big thing stop taking everything personal just sometimes people, people say things that doesn't mean they're directing it to you now, if you need clarity to see if they go, they directed it to you, then you need to ask that. But don't take things personal. People say anything, and some people say things because they want to see if they can knock you off your wagon, if it's going to affect you, just to make them feel good about themselves. So don't take things personal. People say a, lot, say a lot of things, but don't take it to heart because you know who you are inside. You know what type of person you are. And like I said, you know what you bring to the table. So that little comment that Alicia said or Stacy or Kevin, forget what they're talking about. Don't take everything personal because you know who you are, okay? Um, Learn to say no and stick to your boundaries. You know, we talk about this all the time, and I think this is hard. People have a hard time with this because of people they care about. They want to not hurt them or da 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 Like I said, ain't nothing wrong with being selfish sometimes. Sometimes you have to stand on your word in order for other people to know you're not playing with them. Yeah, they may now figure out that, you know, oh, you're a great person, but still stick on your boundaries. That don't mean let your, your wall down just because now they figured out that you're a great person or they know that you bring something to the table. Nah, now you got to work. Now you got to work. Stick to your boundaries. Stick to your boundaries. Learn to say no. If you feel like you are overextending yourself and you feel like you still not content, even though that person is like, you know, doing what they supposed to do now or following through, Still stick to your boundaries and make sure that you're okay at the end of the day and you're feeling good on the inside, you know? I would also say don't let what you see on the outside of what other people are doing affect what you're doing, if that makes sense. As in, for example, let's say you're in a relationship, you just got out of a relationship with your ex and they're talking to somebody else or they're doing with somebody else and or you got just got out of a friendship with somebody else and... Um, or you follow one of your friends, but they look happy with another friend. Like, don't let that, just because they look happy on the outside, does not mean they're happy on the inside. Some people look at that and be like, oh, they're so happy, and that actually affects their walk and, and how they feel emotionally. Like, 
things may be looking like that, but that don't mean everything peaches and cream. Every relationship has its issues. Just because they look happy, they probably not even in a relationship, or they're not even friends. They probably just he he ha ha, and that probably trying person trying to make you jealous. So it's like stop letting things that you see affect your walk. Like it's your walk. Be on your path. I feel like if people learn how to be selfish and learn how to stick to their boundaries, they already own it. They they already can't be messed with because when people don't like when you stand on your boundaries and they sure don't like when you know how to uh, say no, they don't like that. They don't like that at all. But if people had a little bit more self-respect and being able to stand on who they are and what they believe in, you couldn't be messed with. And you would actually be more happier in life. And I am grateful that God blessed me with that type of type personality trait. I don't care, and I will tell you no, and I will stand on it. And I'm here to help you guys stand on your word. Stand on it. When you say no, don't even go back because they over there whining and crying. Okay? Anyways, child, I'm happy. So you can cry. You can fall on the ground. You can kick and scream, child, but I'm not going to say yes. So stand on your boundaries. Um, learn to say no. Stop taking everything personal. Stop looking at what other people got going on and stop standing your own way and stand on your word. And the last thing I will say to y'all is always be the best you can be because that's all you can do, okay? Be the best you can be, but make sure you put your best foot forward, okay? So as usual, that's all I have for you guys today. And I hope you guys learned something and took something from this episode because um, obviously I really care about you guys. But I really do want better for y'all. And um, it actually, like I said, it likes I like hearing from you guys. And I do want to say thank you for you guys who did reach out because I had a couple people reach out to us. I mean, to me. It's not to us. To me. And um, I had a young lady like last week, maybe a couple weeks ago, and she reached out to me and she touched my heart. Like, for real. She really did. Um but I really do appreciate that. And I hope she's doing great and continues to be great. Um, as well as for the rest of you guys who reached out, um, continue to follow me and reach out and stuff and DM me. Cause you know, I just got a little razzle dazzle to tell you and we're going to keep going y'all. So being our authentic self and keep going and keep maintaining that and being the best we can be so that our self love journey this year, we're going to reach where we're trying to be by the end of this year. But, but that by the time, December 31st coming around, we're going to be where we want to be. You and me both. Like I always tell y'all, y'all really probably don't believe me, but the podcast is just for y'all and me too. I might show this exemplary self-love for myself, and it's real because you know how I am. I'm authentic about it. But there's always some things you need to tweak. As I always say, you might be where you want to be right now. But that next year when you turn 25, 26, or whatever age you are, that next year when you go to another age, it's a different type of person. It's a different type of want you want for that year or not even for that year, but for yourself. As you get older, you want new things for yourself and you want to do better for yourself. So take this opportunity to do that. This this is this is for us. This year is for us. I don't care. I've never said that before, and I really do truly believe this year is for us. Receive it. And put your foot down that this is for you. This year is for you. And believe it. Okay? So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and day. Um, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and turn your post notifications. As well as follow my Instagram page at im.enoughmsl. Um, don't be scared to reach out to me. I really am nice. <laughs> but don't be scared to reach out. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. All right? Bye. Bye.